0: our ideal prospects are busy. That's why they potentially are interested in working with us because they're busy and they need a solution to a problem that they have. If you're signing up for webinars because you're interested in a topic and not showing up, then so is everyone else.
1: Sometimes it doesn't matter what the webinar content is, but we only say that with the caveat that you've got a really solid follow-up system in place because without your follow-up system, nothing happens.
0: My name is Samantha Riley and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators and experts who want to grow their influence, income and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out create the influence, income, and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined today, as always, by the lovely Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim?
1: I'm really good, Sam. I'm really good. We were just thinking that we should record our off-air conversations and turn them into a, a bloopers reel.
0: I know we, we we did have we did well. I I think on a scale of one to ten, with ten being really funny and one being not, that we just actually reached the ten a couple of times. And I don't have the audio to prove that we were being very funny. <laughs>
1: no, never happened, right? My only my <laughs> only fear is that the outtake reel would would uh, get more listeners than the, the main show.
0: <laughs> the actual show. <laughs> Potentially it would, but not this episode. Because Not this, this episode. This episode, I'm really looking forward to talking about this. We're going to talk about why your webinar doesn't matter. <gasps>
1: dun, dun, dun. Controversy, right. right? This is the thing, I guess. So many coaches, consultants, you know, marketers, et cetera, will go, you know, you've got to have a webinar as part of your process. Right? You know, if it's not a webinar, it's a workshop, it's a lunch and learn, it's a summit, whatever your event happens to be, right? And and we anguish over it for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours in the slide deck, right? Let's not, you know, the slide deck will take you days to put together.
0: I have been there in the past, know, putting a slide to deck together for a whole week, like. It's, it's insane.
1: Well, I was at one last week, right? I spent several days putting a slide deck together for a half-hour presentation at SMB Digital, mm-hmm. which was on a couple of weeks ago for this episode now. And uh, I actually <laughs> ended up not being able to go.
0: Oh, What? <laughs>
1: Couldn't even deliver my slide deck, so I pre-recorded the thing the night before <laughs> and oh, sent, wow. it as a, sent it as a file so people would be watching me on, you know, watching the big screen with with no one on stage. It was oh very goodness. awkward. Uh, actually, we had a, we had a, a sort of COVID you know, lockdown ISO incident in the house that turned out to be a false alarm. How frustrating uh-huh. is that? Anyway,
0: frustrating. But
1: we're talking here that this that ultimately it doesn't really matter, and and I think there's a couple of reasons that it doesn't matter. I think it's important that we do have one in our process.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we're not saying don't have a webinar or don't have some sort of presentation. One hundred percent have one in your your monthly marketing. It is really important. But it's this. I guess let's let's take it back a little bit, Tim, because this. Fell into place for me in what would have been April 2020 when you and I were launching KBLF or Knowledge Business Launch Formula. And we put together a webinar. And at that time, we actually did have really good attendance because COVID had just happened. Everyone just went into lockdown. So we actually had huge attendance numbers. But what really came out of that whole marketing for filling that course was that. We had created these webinars and the actual people that signed up from the webinars was only about 5%. So we had really good attendance, about 5% of our attendees signed up to the program. But this is the bit that made me really sit up and take notice. There was more than half of the people that signed up to our course signed up because they saw the marketing of the webinar not because they actually turned up and attended the webinar.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's something I mean, that's that's really interesting to observation. And even though we had quite good attendance, particularly in the first couple of webinars that we ran because I think there was this environmental factors going on at mm-hmm. that, that stage, right? We had uh, everyone suddenly going into lockdown and going, "Oh my god, how do I suddenly pivot to the online space and, you know, I can't go and see anybody anymore." And, and but even we noticed that whilst our registrations and attendance was quite high in the first couple of webinars, mm-hmm. as time went on, we saw this drop off. And I think there's a general, you know, there's, there's always the, the webinar junkie who's always going to jump on every single webinar. We get those people, right? But mm-hmm. I think they're, in many ways, they're serial webinar attendees and they're not necessarily the people who are going to take action. Mm-hmm. But you're, you are you're really made a good point there, Sam, in that it's the marketing of the webinar and the topic of your webinar that at a certain point in your marketing process ultimately gets people to raise their hand. Mm. And that's what we're ultimately trying to do with our webinar, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to go back and touch on one little thing that you said there and add to it, and you were saying that that there are your webinar junkies, the people that show up all the time. I think there's also the people that sign up for webinars because they're interested in the topic, but they never show up. <sighs> Now, I'm, I'm, I know that I've signed up for webinars and never attended. Tim, have you? Uh,
1: more times than I'd care to acknowledge.
0: <laughs> right, and I'm sure that there's plenty of people listening now that have signed up or registered for a webinar because they really are interested in the topic yet haven't shown up. And it's, I think that this is really important to note that, that our ideal clients or our ideal prospects are busy that's why they want to or potentially are interested in working with us because they're busy and they need a solution to a problem that they have. So that's the first thing I want I want you to really think about in that if you're doing this, if you're signing up for webinars because you're interested in a topic and not sharing it showing up then so is everyone else. It doesn't mean that you're not interested in, finding out the outcome. And I think that's really the biggest point that you need to take away from what we've talked about so far.
1: Yeah. I think you you make an interesting point there, Sam. And I would like to ask you this question. How many times have you signed up for a webinar knowing that you already had something else on mm-hmm. with the intention of getting the replayed later? Yep. Um,
0: that one too. <laughs> Yes, here's the, here's,
1: here's the second part to that question. There was a bit of a trick question, because I know I've done the same, and I'm sure mm-hmm. many of our listeners have done as well, right? We sign up to these things and go, that topic looks a bit interesting, but I've got some other appointment, right? I've got a client, I've got a family event, or you know, he, you know, help something else is going on. Maybe there's mm-hmm. even another webinar on the same day, right? There's only mm-hmm. so many hours yep. in the day. With your full intention of watching the webinar mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. how many times have you actually gone back and watched the replay? <laughs>
0: This is really interesting, right? Because I do sign up for webinars when I'm busy and think I will watch the replay. How many times have I done that? I think uh, I'm going to say probably twice. There's twice that it's, that it's come in that I have gone and watched a replay, um, which I can tell you I've signed up for m- way more than two expecting to watch the replay. So, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm busy too. I don't go back and watch the replay. Other things always have priority. Other things come in. There's always other things to do.
1: Yeah, I must admit I, I would have a ton of replays sitting in my inbox somewhere. <laughs> never yeah. never gone back and watched them. And this is why I think it's important to think about, you know, the, the, the webinar itself. Is it about education? And, yes, it absolutely is. We, we definitely want to, you know, in the content the webinar, we definitely want to shine a light on our prospect problem. We want to demonstrate that we understand it and we want to kind of, you know, tease the fact that we've got sort of some magical silver bullet that's going to solve all their woes. But as you said before, Sam, sometimes it's actually just about the marketing. It's about finding that person in their customer journey where they're going, yeah, I'm going to raise my hand right now and I'm prepared to spend you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour with you to learn more about this particular thing. And I think that's the key here. It's not necessarily what the content of your webinar is, as, as we've discovered. It's more about my marketing is trying to identify whether you're more engaged or less engaged
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with
1: the thing that I can fix for you.
0: Totally. Now, what we're I also want to say what we're not saying here is don't educate in your webinar. Absolutely, add value, and that's the I guess that's the words that that most people that I speak to say. Oh, but I really want to add value just understand that the education piece or the adding value piece, it is important, but not as important as what you think it is. I just want to reiterate what, what Tim said is that the webinar is about shining a light on your prospect's problem, showing them that you understand their problem, and then show them that you have a way or that you know how to fix the problem. So you don't need to go into this webinar and teach them a whole heap of stuff. All you need to do is educate that you have a really good understanding of this problem and a process of how to fix it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And, and that's, that's ultimately what we're sort of conveying in our marketing as well. We're, we're trying to say, hey, we know this. We know this is a problem you've got. We can demonstrate how we're going to solve it. and And that's certainly what, We've discovered with our stuff. Sometimes, obviously, you know, it doesn't matter what the webinar content is, right? But we only say that with the caveat that you've got a really solid follow up system in place.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: without your follow up system, nothing happens.
0: Absolutely. So, why? Let's talk about just a little bit of context before we talk about the follow up. Why are people registering for the webinar? They're registering because they have the problem that you're talking about and they want a solution to that problem. That's all they're doing by registering is, is acknowledging that I have that problem and, I want the, and I'm want and i interested in hearing about the solution that you're going to present. That's all it is. We've all, we already know they're busy. So I have stopped sending out replays. I don't send out replays anymore.
1: To be honest, I've never been a fan of sending out replays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been, and certainly if I look at my own behavior, when I've registered for uh, a webinar, it, it's kind of like I'm interested, but I'm not really interested enough to solve that problem today. That's that's a problem for tomorrow and me. Mm. I watch the replay and if it's interesting enough, yeah, maybe I'll put my hand up. Um I actually quite like the idea of, of not sending out replays because it creates an element of scarcity. Mm-hmm. So that if you want this information, you need to actually show up. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to prioritize it and show up. And obviously that's you know, we can come back to that that customer lifecycle, that that marketing intent. The purpose of our webinar is to really segment who has this problem right now and wants a solution to it, and prepared to spend time not necessarily money, but prepared to spend time to find a solution to today's problem. And that's a key difference, I think, with with offering a replay and not offering a replay. Now, yeah. if you don't, guarantee someone's going to email you and say, hey, is there a replay to this? You just say, no, there is not. Yeah. If this is a problem you want to solve, you'll need to show up live to our event or you'll need to register or at least register for our event.
0: Mm-hmm. So the follow-up is not about reaching out and saying, hey, you didn't show up. Would you like a replay? The follow-up, depending whether people came onto your webinar or whether they didn't, is to say, hey, you've put up your hand, you've shown interest in this topic. Are you looking for a solution to this problem? If so, why don't we jump on a quick call? So we're navigating that piece and just going straight to, how can I help? How can I help you today to solve this problem that you have. And that's why the follow-up is so important because by someone registering for your webinar, that is essentially them saying, I've got a problem and I'm looking for a solution.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Sam. Absolutely. I think that's where if you're going to run a webinar, think about that process. It doesn't actually matter. In fact, you can probably get away with not running the webinar at all. (laughs) Just get people to register. In fact, you know, the the event I, I had in Sydney last week, I was supposed to be running a workshop there as well. We had 19 on registrations. And, of course, because I wasn't there, I haven't been able to run it. But now I've got 19 names who are prepared to spend 90 minutes with me
0: mm-hmm.
1: working out how to make the most of their CRM in their business and, and what they should be doing. What do you think, what do you think I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now I'm going, I'm, I'm going through those 19 names and connecting and having conversations and saying, hey, look, you know, tell me more about your problem.
0: Totally. So just to recap, your webinar itself doesn't matter. You don't need to spend weeks on end putting your slide deck together. What you do need to focus on is the marketing, because it is the marketing that is wrapped around this event like Tim said at the beginning, whether it's a workshop, a lunch and learn, a summit, whatever it is, it's the marketing that's wrapped around that event. That is the hand raising. It's the, it's the piece that people are saying, yes, I'm interested in that, that topic. I've got a problem and I'm looking for a solution. I'm really glad that this, we actually discovered this a couple of years ago because it certainly changed the way that I've been doing things since Tim.
1: Yeah, it has for me as well. And looking at where does this marketing asset, and let's let's not beat about the bush, a workshop, your webinar, your luncheon room, whatever, is just a marketing asset that is going to segment people who are prepared to spend time to find out more about your solution or not. Mm. And those people is ultimately what we're trying to do with our webinar. We're trying to go, who's prepared to spend more time or invest a bit of time? to find out about how this problem for them can be fixed. And if they, if they don't have the problem, they don't invest time.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly.
1: Okay. So that's where it fits into your marketing matrix. That's where it fits into that customer journey. And you know, that's what you want to be ultimately doing with your webinar and just saying, okay, you put your hand up, let's follow up with you and, and find out where you're at right now
0: totally so if you know someone in your world that is spending a lot of time on webinars or conversely isn't running webinars at all and they are really looking to um, get more leads and get more clients then please share this episode with them if you're on your device right now scroll up to the top hit subscribe or follow to make sure you're notified every time an episode of our podcast drops which is every tuesday and thursday Tim, it's been great to hang out with you here today and discuss this topic. As always. And for you that are listening, thank you very much for showing up. And we will catch you next Tuesday for another episode of Influenced by Design.